Prologue March 11, 1920 Brackenville, 1.35 a.m. There was the sound of a violent cough downstairs, and the stairs of the giant old house creaked, as if the weight of the man walking upon them was cracking it in two. Joseph Whitfield, twelve years old, slowly opened his eyes and shuddered at the sound of the coughing in the stairwell. His room was always the coldest in the house. It was also the closest to the main hall, and since his family's house was over a hundred years old, the walls were thin enough to tell stories of everything that happened within them. Joseph always knew when his father snuck out at night. He always heard the coughing. Lately, it had been happening almost every night. Joseph's father, Abraham Whitfield, was a world-famous orthopedic surgeon. Their house was huge. They had the best meals and the newest cars. Abraham worked all day, and back when Joseph was younger, he used to spend his nights with the family. But then, a few years ago, he'd started going out at night. He'd come home with poker chips that he emptied into the trash that Joseph always found in the morning. He'd started screaming about money, and there'd been nights that he'd spent brooding in his study, staring at his medical skeleton until racing out in his nicest car. Something had changed, but Joseph didn't know what. The creaking continued. So did the coughing. But there was something different this time, Joseph noticed, as he wrapped himself tightly in his heavy blankets. His father was mumbling to himself at a frenzied, desperate pace. Gotta finish. Must. Only way. Must, the man said. Joseph pulled the blankets tighter around him. Please go to bed, father. Please. The creaking grew louder and louder. Abraham was in the hallway now, and then he stopped. He stopped in front of Joseph's door, his shadow blocking out the thin light underneath. Finish. Tonight. The door creaked open, and Joseph could smell the alcohol rushing into his room. He huddled up tightly. Please go to bed. Please. His father didn't seem like himself anymore. He hadn't for a long time. Finally, as if in answer to his prayers, Abraham Whitfield left the room. His father's footsteps trailed off down the corridor toward the master bedroom. Joseph breathed a sigh of relief. He didn't understand why he'd been so afraid. It was his father, the same man who'd carried him through the air when he was a boy, making him fly. The same man who'd taught him how to hold his back straight, who had always provided the support he needed. He loved his father and always wanted to be like him. Why did he seem different tonight? Joseph heard grunting from the master bedroom. There was a loud bang like a table had fallen over. His heart stopped. He couldn't do it anymore. He couldn't stay in bed. Tears dashed at the corners of his eyes, terror dancing in his heart at the many terrifying possibilities. Putting on a pair of slippers, wearing nothing but his pajamas, Joseph tiptoed down the hallway. He heard muffled breathing coming from the master bedroom, grunting, a thrashing sound as if a bat had gotten loose, or as if an animal found its way inside and was desperately trying to get out. Then he slipped on something wet, barely catching his balance. There was a streak of blood, bloody footprints. 
Joseph caught his mouth before he could make a sound. Then the thrashing noises from the master bedroom stopped. There were footsteps, his father's cough, and then a loud splat. Something wet had hit the floor. Abraham Whitfield's footsteps echoed through the house as he approached the hallway again. The floor creaked, the walls creaked, the entire house shifted as if trying to avoid the man's alcohol-drenched presence. Joseph wanted to run toward his father, to fly into his arms and hug him, but something inside him knew that he couldn't.